What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 417th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me, Will. It is officially July 12th, Pokemon Treat Yourself Day. I just spent $200 on cologne. Okay. What? Well, I, mean, I, got two, is... I got two colognes. <laughs> They're eau de toilettes, actually, but. What? Yes. Uh, hey, we have something expensive to talk about this episode, but Greg is here. I am here. Uh, do y'all know why all these hot air balloons are flying over? Because that's, <laughs> that's real That's real sketch. Do you have one that looks like a Meowth? No, I'm mm. looking for it. There's all black balloons, yeah. <laughs> which, not good. It's the invasion of the Emovators. Yeah, boo. Yeah, as of uh, recording this... Today was the Team Rocket takeover, which we talked about last week of hopefully we don't take up too much of your time, trainers. <laughs> no, it said take over too much of your time. And you're like, what does that mean? What could that possibly mean? I think it was like Nema or whatever in the chat who was like, it's obviously Team Rocket. There is an ongoing relationship with me and Niantic, which is how much time are you consuming? <laughs> <laughs> it's an ongoing issue. It's been about four years now. Okay, we got a show for you guys. We got a little bit of Go news. We have um, some mobile news. I guess it's referring to all of Nintendo stuff in general. We have some TCG stuff. Is it some Cafe Mix news? Because I've been playing some Cafe Mix. No, but we can squeeze in some Cafe Mix. I know Score Bunny is leaving and Sobble is coming. What? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I. I hmm. Score Bunny is working at my cafe. Thank you very much. Well, I guess uh, let's jump. Let's start with the cafe stuff. I have I have not played it. There's a reason for that. But Greg, you've been playing the cafe mix. I have been playing the cafe mix. Okay, here's here's the thing. Okay, the cafe owner is clearly evil because the cafe owner's like, I'm going to get you new items that's going to really help out your cafe, and you know what it does? It makes solving the puzzles worse. Every Everything she introduces makes the game harder. That is not helping. <laughs> that is standing in the way of solid progress of me serving sandwiches, pancakes, waffles, tea, coffee, lattes to sweet Pokemon friends. She's like, I'm going to give you cheese. I'm like, cool. Why is cheese blocking everything that I can do? Because that's what cheese do. Yeah, apparently. Did did you get the other half of, uh, who's the electric doggy? Yamper. Yamper? Did you get the other half of the no, Yamper? No, I've only seen Yamper's butt. I've never seen Yamper's face. You only get the butt cake? I've only got the butt cake. Uh, the Although I think, despite it being a tomato sandwich, I think the Doug Trio sandwich is my favorite item. I've seen the Doug Super Trio sandwich. Cute. The Yamper butt's kind of cute, too, but... This cafe owner is straight up evil. Evil. You didn't play Shuffle, though, right, Greg? I did. Oh. Is it better than Shuffle? It can't be. What do you mean it can't be? Of course it can be. No, There's a world of possibility out Shuffle there. Shuffle is a masterpiece. Was. Was. A masterpiece. It's true. It's and true. it had some deterioration towards the end. Um, oh. I will all, say this. All good things have to come to an end. <laughs> the gameplay... And how the puzzles work in Cafe Mix is vastly different than Shuffle. Like, the fact that you are drawing circles or to connect things, but what else you're doing is you're trying to shove, like, 
You're trying to take tomatoes and push them over to this side. And so you're trying to not only link, but try to link things in a way to push things to where you want them. Makes Cafe Mix way more difficult than sh than Shuffle ever was. Shuffle is pretty much, it was always like, you know, try to get, you know, line up the lines. This is very much, you have so much freedom and movement, but a lot of the game is trying to move things on the puzzle board towards or away from certain other items to make them fall in certain spots that it's it's surprisingly more complex than i thought it was going to be there i have lost i have lost puzzles multiple multiple times because i can't figure out exactly how to loop things around to move the tomato over the basket because it doesn't have that much give but it feels like it should it's a, it's a surprisingly complex game and then she adds more complexity I don't need honey. Stop it. I really like this art style. The this art like style watercolor is animation yeah. to start it at wow. And that Eevee, it's so happy. It got a little plate of Eevee pancakes. Mm -hmm. Wait, Will, have you not played? I'm, I just started two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll come back next week to see if it's better than Gardenscapes for you. I mean, that's a tough stretch. Yeah, it's it's a very good game. Like, I'm surprised that I, I'm just like, oh, I have five minutes. I'm going to go try a couple of puzzles. And often in that five minutes, I have not been able to figure out how to work through the puzzle that I'm currently on. I, I'm confused. I just walked through the door of this restaurant and the waitress, Leah, said hello to me. And then she said, you must be the owner. I, yeah. If, if you work for me. Why, Quit making my life difficult. Well, But also, how do you not know who I am? <laughs> What kind of bizarre hiring process did we have that I didn't? We didn't meet, and you're already serving people at my restaurant. <laughs> Look, this is a dojo situation. Everybody's surprised that you are who you at. You don't match what I thought you were. Hmm. I'm assuming phone, not switch. Phone. I'm phoning it up right now. Okay. Can I tell you why I haven't played this game yet? It's possibly the dumbest reason in the entire world. Because I mean, you're not sponsored by the Pokemon Company International and you won't play any mobile games unless that company sponsors you or has a relationship or whatever that word is that you use? No. <laughs> that's not it. It's because the two aren't linked? No, that's not it either. It's dumber than that. It's... Ugh. It's... I, I, th I think that, like, four people listening to this podcast can relate to me. Here that's it is. A, that's, that's a huge inflation go. I hate any app that requires me to turn my phone sideways why i what? cannot stand it is this why you haven't played gardenscapes yet yeah, well, i didn't know gardenscapes <laughs> was horizontal but now i'm, oh, I'm yeah, less interested how do you watch videos i just suck it up and hold it vertically <laughs> why are you so bad at life i just wow you uh, that is <laughs> no. That is, there's somebody listening are, that can relate. If a no, video is like nobody can relate. If a video is like less can. than like no. two minutes, I am not like swiping down, turning off orientation lock, turning the phone. You keep and then the orientation lock on twenty four seven. Let what? me tell you what's always on my phone. Do not disturb. Always on orientation lock. Always on forever and ever. Because when I'm laying in bed checking 
Twitter or checking a website on Safari. I do not need the like phone to like decide whether it should be horizontal and not horizontal and that flip on its own. Never no. That never that 100% happens. All look. What are you, you doing okay, with your hands? I also want us to flash back to the past where he was like we have to have autosave because people drop their switches and lose all their data while they- What are you doing in Do you live on an earthquake? <laughs> is that where your bed yeah. is located? Look, it, look in in the Sword and Shield world i have i have had that game crash at least four times in the last you're pushing it you're pushing the limits that's the problem probably no more than four probably three to four times autosave has saved me i you don't want to turn my phone sideways it's It's not even a it's not even a tough movement it's not even hard i know it's like are you not not a side sleeper like if you're if you're on your side and your yeah. your head is on the pillow, your body is on the mattress. No, and then- yeah. no, no, no. Because number one, yes, I am a side sleeper. I if I try to sleep on my back, I don't sleep because yep. that's if I try to sleep on my tummy. No, nope. I am a no. side sleeper. But and this is the important component when I'm goofing around on my phone in bed. I prop up two pillows on the headboard, and I sit up in the bed and goof on my phone. What? And then when I'm ready for sleep, the phone goes away. I turn on my side, and I go to sleep like a okay. gentle, the sweet little baby angel that I am. It, video entertainment is not for the bed. That also agree. You do those things away from the place that you sleep so that you associate the bed with sleeping and not a million other things that keep you awake. There's no TV in the bedroom. Oh, there there's are no TV phones in the bedroom. watching the, in the bedroom. That is a recipe for an unhappy marriage and life. Yeah. Greg, so Greg no. knows in my bedroom, it's like I have a chair, I have a bedside <laughs> table, I have a yep. bed. That is, that all. is all. No TV, all no electronics. You, you do not need electronics mucking up your sleep schedule. You do not, contrary to somebody's belief, need Properties Brothers boring show to lull you oh, into complacency and into graciousness, sleep. Yes. <laughs> You should be sitting in a chair, freely moving your arms so you can watch videos in the proper orientation. Oh my gosh. When I'm laying in bed, I do not need, I need orientation lock on all the time. I do not want to turn my phone sideways. Like, are you telling me you guys, you guys like open a a 16 by 9 video on Twitter that's like 20 seconds and you turn your phone sideways for that? If it's 20 seconds, no. What 20-second video but am I what watching? what 20-second video on, am I watching uh, on Twitter that uh, I think this is worth my 20 seconds? There has never been anything on Twitter. Uh, me finding a shiny Pokemon, me opening I a good pack that, of cards, me uh, saying something very TV funny. That never happens. <laughs> I generally have watched that live on the TV downstairs. Yeah, and... and- if it was actually entertaining, you would have texted it to us. There's so a- when you don't, we're like, yep, can skip that Garbo content. Oh, my and, gosh. And normally, honestly, if 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 I want to watch a video, I do the thing where I, like, start the video on my phone, and I hit the little button, and then my TV comes on, and the video is playing on my TV. Yep. When, when it's, like, Monday or Tuesday morning at, like, 2 a.m., and I'm watching wrestling clips... That are all probably thirty seconds long. I do not need to watch them. Hor- I do not need to watch them in sixteen by nine because they're I so short. I have counted four poor life choices in that <laughs> sentence alone. Yeah, alone. 
alone. But going going back to games, there's I don't want to turn my phone sideways. Pokemon Masters, vertical, love it. Pokemon Go, vertical, love it. A uh, Clash Royale, used to love it, used to play it a lot. Vertical, Cafe Mix, not vertical. You know what was vertical? Magikarp Jump, awesome game. Pokemon Shuffle, awesome game. Pokemon Duel, uh, unfortunately, not the exception here, but at least it was vertical. I want. I don't want horizontal games on my you phone. Are garbage. <laughs> I told you it was a bad reason going in, but yeah, the, I, that yeah. is true. He did okay. advertise. But the, I, I am you, confident there is a couple people that can relate that they don't want to turn their phone sideways. That is such. It uh, the uh, the device is designed to do it. There's not even. There's not even any. Easy for you. Don't even have to press a button to make it go horizontal. You don't even have to do any work. You can literally do the most simple hand gesture, and it does it for you. No, because I need orientation lock on. I don't want to turn it off. Why do you don't need orientation lock on? Oh my yes, I do not want any arms flipping sideways. If there's an earthquake, a meteor coming down. What if Deoxys comes out of it? I need. Verticalness not, in my life. If Deoxys pours out of the sky, you are not sitting in your bed on your phone. I can give you one guarantee in this world, universe, reality. If Deoxys were to come to this planet, Deoxys is not coming to Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's true. Unless it's Oktoberfest in July. Okay. This is off this is off Pokemon.com. Three movies up on Pokemon TV. Pokemon the movie, Hoopa and the Clash of Clash of Ages. Haven't seen that one myself. Pokemon the movie, Volcanion and the Mechanical Marvel. Oh boy. Argu- I referenced that like two weeks ago. I'm arguably so the worst the one. And then Pokemon the movie I choose you. All free. Pokemon TV app. Of them, I would say I choose you as the one to watch. Yeah. Probably. I haven't seen the Hoopa one, though, so I don't know. I think I've seen the Hoopa one. I Here's the thing. I don't remember it. And the only thing I remember about Volcanion movie is Ash somehow changes clothes while bound to Volcanion. That's very true. The, the Hoopa movie <laughs> features the a lot of different like mythicals and stuff because the Hoopa calls them through the hoops. Mm-hmm. And it's like the little Hoopa and the big Hoopa, both. Yes. That's the pl- entire plot of the movie. <laughs> mm. This is off Bloomberg. Uh, according to their website, this is my last free article. Otherwise, I have to pay $6 a month. This is uh, Nintendo Chills Mobile Ambitions After Animal Crossing's Success. Nintendo is retreating from the $77 billion mobile gaming arena after disappointing results deflated once lofty ambitions entering a multi-year effort just as the market goes through an unprecedented Kova-era boom. President uh, Fuakara proclaimed two years ago that smartphone games would be one billion business with personal growth potential, building on the predecessors that promised Nintendo would release two to three mobile titles each year. Created hopes among investors that gaming powerhouses could carve out a substantial slice of the market. In May, however, the president adopted a market marked differently tuned, saying, quote, we are not necessarily looking to continue to release many new applications for the mar- mobile market, end quote. Nintendo's shares slid 4% that day after the remark. Close observers might have sensed that Nintendo was growing disillusioned with the mobile realm even earlier. Its smartphone games were project- 
Its smartphone games project was born out of this necessity to shore up the bottom line of the Wii U's failure, now riding a surge in Switch popularity and investor confidence. The Kyoto-based company appears to have reassessed the mobile business and narrowed its focus on its own console ecosystem. In a period through February through May, when other studios were posting record earnings alongside COVID lockdowns, sensor tower data showed marquee Nintendo titles like Super Mario Run plummeting by double digits. At the same time, Nintendo's own Animal Crossing New Horizons just became a quintessential haven from virus anxiety powering the Switch console to new heights and of popularity and pushing the company's share price to a 12-year high last week. Mobile games are expected to make up $77 billion this year, which would account for half the overall game industry, according to research from NewZoo. But since the release of Mario Kart Tour in fall of 2019, Nintendo's mobile pipeline is empty. All right, there's a little bit more to the article, but we'll, we'll stop there right now because... Well, how many of Nintendo's mobile games have been horizontal versus vertical? Because obviously that's determining <laughs> their success in the marketplace. I have, a, I have a graph here. This is a bunch of different games. So we have Dragalgia Lost, Super Mario Run, Fire Emblem, and Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, all Nintendo. Gardenscapes, which is by Playrix. Roblox, which is by Roblox. Rise of Kingdom by Lith Games and PUBG Mobile by Tencent. Boy, when we come become when Tencent buys us out, <laughs> yeah. So, Dragalgia Lost, Super Mario Run, and Fire Emblem Heroes all in the negative. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, the only Nintendo game in the positive, up by about fifty percent. And then Gardenscapes is up a hundred percent. Roblox one hundred and twenty. Rise of Kingdoms one hundred and thirty, and then PUBG Mobile up one hundred and fifty percent due to the pandemic. Three out of four of Nintendo's mobile games not doing too hot. Yeah, also, they don't advertise them. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they do. They probably advertise them on Facebook. And Believe me, <laughs> I have seen advertisements for all the ones that make a lot of money, and I've yet to see an advertisement for Super Mario Run. Like, it's not on my phone. I don't have it. I never see it. I have never seen one for Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. They don't come up. Um And... Like, it's not a secret on my phone. Like, they would look that I have the Nintendo stuff and send it to me. I don't see them. I don't see them on Facebook. I don't see them on Twitter. I don't see them on Instagram. I literally do not ever see them advertised. Yeah, I only get the really crummy games advertised yep. like at Gardenscapes? Me. Yeah, I get Gardenscapes. That's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, the problem... I get Rise of Kingdoms all the time. That, what is I that? get that one. What is that but one the, that's always on YouTube? Raid Shadow Legends. I don't get that. Oh, wait, maybe I do. Is that the one where they have, like, the characters from the game are angry because they're not good at playing the game? Probably. Probably. So the issue with Gardenscapes (laughs) and the issue with Playrix um, advertisements... um, Their advertisements are fake, right? Exactly. They advertise a game that is different than the actual game that they make. (laughs) There's a... I think there's, like, a whole Reply All episode about that. Yeah, there's been a couple of people talking about that where it's just like... Why? Well, it's like, why? why does Apple... Well, I guess the ads aren't coming through Apple, so that's why they can't restrict it. <sighs> technically, Masters is DNA. Yeah. And we, I had a conversation with DNA about that, and technically, Pokemon Go is Niantic, so these 
DNA kind of danced around the bush. For full disclosure, I'm partnered with DNA. They dance around the bush when beat, I ask this. Beat, beat, beat around, around the, bush. the bush. They could dance around it. I don't know. You don't that know if they play the Final Fantasy no, 14. We, we, we use expressions <laughs> that have meaning because of the words that they are made of. And the expression is beat around the okay. bush. They kind of beat around the bush, but they said while they did help make the foundation to Fire Emblem Heroes, they have no control. They gave it to Nintendo after that. And they make the decisions for Pokemon Masters. Obviously, they have to have those decisions approved by the Pokemon company, but there's no Nintendo involved in that. And I kind of see this all the time on like social media of when Masters or 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 um, Pokemon Go do something wrong, people always go, "Well, they wouldn't have done this if Nintendo was in charge." <laughs> but we have four Nintendo games right here that are technically run by Nintendo. According to DNA, they have no involvement once they made the foundation and gave it to them. That was all Nintendo makes the money decisions, the updates, all that stuff. And three of the four, there's no Mario Kart on this list, are not doing well uh, compared to Tencent games <laughs> and Roblox. Well, and- well, is the era of Nintendo coming to an end? Yep. We can go a little bit in depth with this stuff. So, um, So this is... Global gross revenue of 2019. So revenue. So that's after. This is gross revenue. So this is everything they've made before they would take out everything they had to pay for. Like ads. Yeah. Or salaries or anything that would go against how much this makes profit. This is just how much money they made before you take everything away. That's gross revenue. Okay. So this is 2019. Super Mario Run. 7.5 7.5 million. What? Which is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's more money than I have. Uh, Animal Crossing, 62 million. Dragalgia Lost, thir- uh, 63 million. Fire Emblem Heroes, 154 million. Fort- Those were all Nintendo games. Fortnite Mobile by Epic, 407 million. Gardenscapes, Will, that's you. Yeah. $538 million. Some of those were my dollars. Much, I can't believe how much you spent on Gardenscapes. Hey, I, I have not spent more than Millions. $50 on Gardenscapes. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was all me. <laughs> yes. I'm the sole Gardenscapes player, and I have spent hundreds of millions of dollars on my horizontal really orientation old. match three I knew it. trash. You know what I know. So, uh, Monster Strike, which is by Mixie. Uh, what is Monster Strike? I'm not sure, but of. they made $930 million. So, oh. And Honor of Kings by Tencent, $1.7 billion made in 2019. Also, another one never heard of. For the current financial year ending in March, Nintendo said it would focus on already released mobile apps and doesn't foresee revenue from the business rising that much. The company earned 51 billion yen. The smartphone market games and other licensing in 2019 up 11% from earlier period and still only halfway to the objective that its president once set. Nintendo has not announced what apps it will release next, but the chief of its mobile development partner, DNA, President uh, Moriyasu, said not to expect any new apps until the end of the current financial year. That suggests a long wait until Nintendo's next smartphone game. So, uh, going back to the DNA conversation, they pretty much said, 
how you can tell in the app store is if who who the publisher is for Pokemon TV, which isn't necessarily a game, but it does say it's the publisher is the Pokemon company. Um, and then for Pokemon Go, it says the publisher is Niantic. For Masters, it says DNA. And then something like Fire Emblem Heroes or Mario Kart Tour, it does say the publisher is Nintendo. And oddly enough, these ones that are published by Nintendo are the ones that seem to be floundering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because we have a whole art- other article about the crazy amount of money that Niantic is making. Nintendo's, well, the exception is Animal Crossing. Nintendo's Animal Crossing Mobile saw a 45% uptick in earnings as the Switch game was released per Sensor Tower's data, but the company um, doesn't find the, but the company doesn't find the Square Enix model uh, appealing, unlike game studios who have to pay a platform fee, whether on console or mobile. Nintendo has a strong incentive to focus on all gamers all gamer spendings on its own platform where it doesn't have to share its revenue. Its goal is to send customers from smartphones to consoles, not the other way around. Uh, I skipped a paragraph where they were talking about Square Enix's games. So yeah, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp doing good this year. Dragalgia lost Super Mario Run. Fire Emblem not doing good. Nothing about Mario Kart in this article, which was published June 21st. Probably maybe not any more Nintendo mobile games in the future uh, until the end of the fiscal year, which I think is... Everybody's got different fiscal years. Everybody's got different ones. I think Nintendo's is... Or maybe it's March. I think the fiscal year just restarted for them. But it also makes sense that Animal Crossing Mobile is doing good because they released an Animal Crossing game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is Is there anything you can get from Pocket Camp into... Uh, New Horizons? Yeah, you can get like um, signposts and a couple other things. But once you transfer them... Fortune cookie cart. Yeah, the fortune cookie cart, the the banner signpost, the campsite signpost. But once you import them, you you don't need it anymore. You're good. That's okay. I don't play either game, so... I did just have Charmander join my staff, though. So congrats to (laughs) him. Yeah! He's a little cutie. Yeah! (laughs) We're going to piggyback off this article... To another article that talks about Niantic's money and how they've kind of killed it with the uh, revenue here despite coronavirus. Uh, But we will be, we'll take a short break and we will be right back. Join that sweatpants life. No, 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 no. No, no. Join that sweatpants life. I've been wearing sweatpants for a long time. Join that sweatpants life. Join that sweatpants life. Join that Two things before we talk about the rest of the news. Number one is we have t-shirts. I feel like I keep forgetting to mention this, but if you want a t-shirt, be in the show notes of the podcast episode. Number two is uh, if you have not done your weekly reminder for the podcast awards, also in the show notes. But we're trying to get nominated for the 15th annual podcast awards. We tried this a long time ago. We tried this like seven years ago. We're trying again this year, because I think we can do it. So if you have not voted, please vote. 
They're in the nomination stage, so they're trying to narrow down who the finalists will be in each category. We're going for people's choice and, well, everyone's going for people's choice. Literally, the people's choice. And uh, the other one is gaming. (laughs) Video games. Oh, I didn't know that you were in two categories. Oh, I got to go back and vote. You can change your vote up to July 31st. It locks it in that night. And then we'll figure out who the final nominees are on August 1st. And then we got to vote again. That was the easier vote. So if you want to vote, that would super, super help us out. And that's your weekly reminder. Speaking of video games, this is from James in our Slack community from Polygon.com. Pokemon Go is breaking records despite coronavirus limitations. Mobile app tracker Sensory Tower said on Monday that players have spent more in Pokemon Go, an estimated $445 million in the first half of 2020 than in the same time frame of the previous years, including the game's first year where Pokemon Go took over the world. Niantic did not respond for this. Polygon lists everything they've done over COVID-19. We've talked about this before. Raids that can be done at home, daily tasks, uh... Tuesday events. Uh, but that's it. That's pretty much the article. <laughs> They're making a lot of money. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, maybe people are playing more Pokemon Go just because they, they have nothing better to do. And I mean, you can do it safely outside. So yeah. there's value in buying the things like Lucky Eggs and stuff that kind of like, as you're going along, help you out. They also started, they did the Genesect event that was eight bucks. Um, and the only other big paid event they had, I think, was the Reggie Gigas event before. Yeah, I think I paid yeah. for both of those. Still don't have a Reggie Gigas or a Genesect. <laughs> I did not pay for the Genesect. We're doing the $1 community day things. Yeah, I've been buying those and I'm really questioning my life choices there. That's only a dollar. But that's how they yeah. get you, right? Because then you're yeah. like, ah, I do it every time. Every month I'm giving them at yeah. least a dollar. Well, Wait. you know what a dollar is going to get you in Gardenscapes? Fifty uh, rows? Not very much because their lowest price item is $1.99. <laughs> That's how they really get you. Yeah. Uh, remote raid passes. I've not bought any. Mm. Here's my problem with remote raid passes. that I have a ton of gyms, but I never know when somebody's going to be in them. So, again, it's the same problem like downtown. If I don't hit it within the first two minutes to maybe catch somebody there, there's no way I can do a five-star raid on my own. And I'm not going into a Discord. I'm not. Yeah. No, nobody needs that Discord drama in their life. I think the only time I've done remote raid is when it was like a one to three star and it had a possibility of being shiny. I'm sure there are tons of people that are buying remote raid passes. Stickers? I, I mean, I, it's probably stickers. Yeah. It's probably... There's stickers. I will say the balloon thing was pretty clever. The balloon thing? The yeah. Team Rocket the stuff? Te- team Rocket yeah. balloons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we are going to talk about. Sorry. My, I forgot that we were going to transition into this. See what I do for you, and you're like, Bleh. I like the Team Rocket event today. I thought it was good. They uh, did respect my time. <laughs> I did not do okay. So, did you guys finish your fifty excellent throws? No, for bragging that, rights. Um, oh heck, no! Bragging. Neither I'll started nor finished. 
bragging rights only matter if the other person cares. If you wish to stop caring about these things, for a mere $14.99 a month, Will and I, your proud Gen Xers, can teach you how to not care about anything. Oh, apathy is my main yeah. ingredient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we can teach you how to give up your hopes, your dreams, not care about anything. It's our speciality. It's why I'm so good at skateboarding. Because yeah. I'm like, you know, I've never broken an arm or leg or anything before, <laughs> so it's got to happen sometime. Can't hurt worse than life. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I did my 50 throws. I mean, it wasn't super hard. I play a lot of Pokemon Go. Pretty pretty okay for me to do. The 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 thing I was going to bring up is I didn't do any of the... what What is this week? Battle week, I think? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. And I think the first one... I think the first task was, like, defeat one Team Rocket Grunt, like, level up a Pokemon, evolve a Pokemon or something. So I didn't do any of that stuff. And I was able to complete the entire quest line and get to the bragging right part in in like 30 minutes just by going to the park during 11 to 2. And then like all the stops were Team Rocket. It was really easy to find. Balloons kept coming down um, because they boosted balloon rates during that time as well. Uh, so yeah, they they my time was respected. It was good. Uh, I thought the event was fun. There was literally no one at the park doing it, so... Oh, that's your favorite. Didn't have to talk to anybody. I didn't have to talk to anyone, but uh, I mean that park is that park is swamped normally when it's a community day. I don't know where else players would go to play, but maybe also they didn't care that much about Team Rocket compared to community day stuff, which is probably accurate. I'm assuming community day is probably still the best. Grab everyone who's playing the game still and bring them to an the same populated area but i am almost done with the uh the bragging rights here i think it was like i think it was defeat giovanni defeat five leaders defeat 15 grunts all i gotta do is i defeated giovanni got my suicune and i have to just defeat two more rocket leaders so either sierra cliff or arlo i've done three out of the five but it ends three days and four hours so That'll be a check mark off my bragging list right there. <laughs> you can brag away. We're going to teach everybody to not care. Basically, yep. I, did, I mean, so I, at at lunch today, sat out there and hit balloons as they passed by. It's just nice. Uh, I felt no drive to do, to do it all. <laughs> like, I played some. It was cool. There were a bunch of, like, every stop was... A Team Rocket stop. I did one. I was like, it's the same. I fought a leader. I'm like, it's the same. Cool. I don't need to do all of this. I will play <laughs> on my turns. So <laughs> let I feel me, no press. Let me give you a classic Gen X tactic to deal with somebody if they do come at you with bragging rights. All right? You mm -hmm. ready? This is gold here. People should yep. be paying me for this stuff. It's called demean them with re relational demeaning. So if somebody comes up to you and they say, I got the blah, 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 blah in Pokemon Go. I did the 50 expert throws, blah, 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 blah. All you need to say back to them is, did you get a coupon for a Happy Meal with that? 
And then you've just completely just, just completely destroyed them. Yeah. Because <laughs> it shows how little you care yep. about this what they're talking one. about. If you want more lessons, go to genxdon'tcare.com. <laughs> Sign up for our 15-course meal. I'm sure that is a website. I mean, it will be as soon as I grab it through GoDaddy. I, I was worried, though, that this week was going to be, like, do Master Ball Battle League stuff. Which is not fun to anyone, Mm-mm. and they did Team Rocket stuff. It was cute. Yeah, it, it, it was not going to convince anyone who doesn't like the Team Rocket stuff to do the Team Rocket stuff, but if you were indifferent about it and you want to complete these challenges, the event was, I think, good. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed going out and just doing it and being outside away from people. I have not found the Meowth-shaped balloon, however. Me either. No Jesse and James for me. And that is actually something I have been looking for. I you do fight both find, of them when the balloon comes down. I did find Jesse in my Pokemon Masters, however. Oh, yeah. Look at this perfect transition. What would you do without me? They put Jesse and James into Pokemon Go. Their balloon comes down. They have, you can catch Shadow, Ekans, or, and Coughing because you fight both of them. They could both be shiny. Uh, I've been told that the balloon comes down more often if you don't have a rocket radar activated, but it definitely, I definitely got Jesse and James twice in the last four, three, four days with rocket radar. But when I didn't have it, I seemed to have gotten them more, but I don't know. It could just be luck. I think I earned a rocket radar from some community day event recently. Yes. Or yeah. one of the events. Okay. Uh, the Genesect event, I think, gave one. And I think the. Reggie event also somebody somebody gave something. They added Jesse and James to Masters as well, and they had dialogue referring to the Coco movie. Which are you sponsored by the Coco movie? No. What? No. Should I be? <laughs> Can I get on this list? Where would I but apply? No, but I you're mean, starting to yeah. talk about Pokemon Masters, so you got to insert your disclaimer. I already said disclaimer. the DNA disclaimer earlier. Um, I wasn't paying good, enough good, attention good, to hear it. You at were that probably point, playing... I need it more closer to where I was playing Gardenscapes, correct? <laughs> Ruining the show. Gardenscapes is tearing us apart. We thought it was going to oh be my. Tencent, but it's Playrix. Playrix. <laughs> <laughs> you got to say it right up in front, proximate to when you start talking about Masters. Otherwise, it's just lost in the... In, what if somebody like was fast-forwarding and they're like, I'm only interested in the Masters news, <laughs> right? And then they don't hear the disclaimer. And they then it's hear. Fraud City. Yeah. Partnered with DNA, full disclosure, as it turns out. Um, so Jesse and James do show up in Masters. I've not done that storyline, quest line yet. I don't know if Greg has done it, but Meowth makes a reference to trying to find Celebi and C- Shiny Celebi and Zarude are part of the new movie Coco, which was supposed to debut July 7th, 2020. It got delayed for coronavirus, so it'll be debuting later in the winter of 2020. But tickets will go on sale in Japan on August 7th for the movie, which doesn't have a date, but they just went with the event anyways. But that's fine, I think. But it is cool that Masters and Go like lined up for the event that would have been lined up with the movie. That's all. That's very, very cool. This is where you tell us about the Celebi event. 
or the sorry the team rocket stuff oh do you want me to talk about it yeah is it good um, is it worth it yeah it's a cute little it's a cute little storyline it's very jesse and james the you know <laughs> the disaster duo are as disastrous in masters as they are in the anime uh nothing goes according to plan um you are chasing a shiny celebi uh fyi because it's tied into the movie um, do you want me to spoil what you get at the end? I doubt it's Shiny Celebi. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Jesse joins your team. Oh, okay. So she's a, she's a free sync pair. Yep. Free three-star sync pair with Ekans. Uh, or Arbok. I forget which. I think it's Ekans. I'd have to look again. Um, so I just did it because I'm like, oh, sure, I'll grab my free sync pair. It's a very short uh, storyline. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it was enjoyable. I just burned through it real quick. Uh, and then now, because of that, they have the poison training event going on, so you can uh, raise that sync pair. And it's got some pretty good moves. Bummer that movie got delayed. Well, mm-hmm. b- bummer 2020 exists, I guess. Yeah. No, every day is a gift. <laughs> it's what you make of it. Uh, this is off Game Rant. Extremely rare Pokemon card sells at an auction for $90,000. No, it didn't. (laughs) If you have $90,000, you're not spending it on Pokemon cards. Card. It's like once every two months we have a card sold for high price article. It seems like it. (laughs) The Pokemon card in question, maybe it's the same person buying all these. Yeah. The Pokemon card in question is Super Secret Battle Number 1 Trainer Card. It features a holographic starry sky silhouette of Mewtwo. Uh, it shouldn't come as anyone of a surprise uh, that hasn't heard of it. It is a Japanese-only card that was given to a winner of seven regional tournaments that was held back in 1999. As such, there are only seven of these cards that ever existed. And now, uh, and of course... Some may be damaged or not have survived the last 21 years. Other rare cards that we've talked about, the Pikachu Illustrator, have sold for more money. Uh, but what makes this card stand out is its condition. It received the Mint 10 Ooh. star rating Ooh, well, condition. Well, well, The highest that can be awarded. In other words, it looks as good as the day it was handed out. And as a result, as a result, as a result. Collector scrambles to place bids on the card and ultimately push the auction's price to $90,000 even. That's impressive. Well, but you know what's really sad is the person that won the auction just bought it so that they could play Flip It or Rip It. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Anyone buying a $90,000 card, probably not concerned about money one bit. Nope. Yeah, Jeff Bezos and your Pokemon card collecting (laughs) habits. Uh, Episode 6 of Twilight Wings now available, meaning that there is one more episode of Twilight Wings to go. Uh, Is it going to resolve? Are we going to find out what happened? Nope. To the little boy? Tommy, you interpret Timmy? it as you wish. Uh, if you watch episode six, they're, they circle back around. They're, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Take your word for it. They're, they're, there's possibly going to be an ending to that show. 
And so I mean, it's going to end whether it ends satisfactorily. That's the question. It's been okay so far. Final bit of news here is off iMore. Samsung offering exclusive Pokemon Go items. What is iMore? Oh, it's, it's one like of a, them Apple oriented. It's like a mobile. Used to be, yeah. I think it started off as like Apple apps they reviewed and then they just moved into reviewing everything phones. Hmm. A month long celebration for new Galaxy fans uh, and to celebrate 5G. I, my eyes are rolling right now. Samsung is offering free in-game items to Pokemon Go trainers who are taking part of the Summer of Galaxy. You can log into Samsung's Summer of Galaxy uh, owner rewards beginning on Monday, July 13th to claim a free tie-dye t-shirt and a tie-dye hat to match your avatars. This offer is only available for one week to Summer of Galaxy participants. There will be plenty of more Go news as we get closer to the event. Be sure to check back. That's actually interesting that it's clothing, but I guess like if you were, I guess somebody could log. I wonder how, I wonder how it works. It doesn't really go in depth how it works. What do you like log into the Samsung portal, get the code, redeem the code so you could give the code to somebody? I, I, there's zero people in this yeah. room that use <laughs> Android devices. I have no so. idea. Well, yes. I, w- I wouldn't have brought up the news if it was like 10 free Pokeballs. It's an actual shirt and hat. Or in-game. In-game, yeah. I mean, it's gotta be a code, right? Somehow. No one's switching phones or upgrading <laughs> for a oh, shirt really? or a hat, right? I know people that won't even play a game if it's horizontal. <laughs> those, yeah. Those people are out of their mind, really. They are. Well, look, if you're already using a Samsung phone, maybe you're that hardcore in a Pokemon Go that you're like, well, I was going to upgrade anyway, so I might as well upgrade to one of these 5G phones where 5G technically doesn't really exist except in like... Oh, I am not going to get into this with you. One street in Chicago. I am not going to get into this. Look, just because phone said 5GE... AT&T's been lying to us for months. It is That's not very a true. lie. Well, it's <laughs> all a no. matter of perspective. If you're going to go to a tech blog that says, this is what really 5G is, every every naming convention has been an ad since it started. The only That's one that was accurate true. was 2G. Everything else has been <laughs> how they've marketed it. So if you're going to say that this complete, there's not enough, there's not enough changes... You don't get to say that. You don't get to decide how a, p- a place markets their service. You can say that I don't think it's fast enough to qualify for this random marketing term that they slapped on it to say it is faster than what we offered before because it is faster than they offered before because it's not a hardware change doesn't mean it wasn't a massive software change. So to sit there and say, well, it's not really 5G because 5G is only this type. You're out of your mind. It's all marketing. You are getting a faster speed, whether you think it's truly fast enough to qualify for whatever high bar you decided 5G is. So ridiculous. Wow. I thought Steve was the king of the rants. Boy, the crown has been taken. Maybe some other places were getting faster speed, but there was zero difference in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I highly doubt that. Just not on the apps that you were using. It was only for the horizontal apps that they sped yeah. things up. Look, it's as true. an AT&T customer, Greg, I am consistently unhappy. 
Welcome to everybody with every cell phone service that they have. Everybody is consistently unhappy with everything. And guess what? There are only four cell phone services, and two of them are really not even contenders. So, surprise, it's a monopoly, and they have no interest in making your life better. Uh, aren't two of them merging? <laughs> yep. So, really, there's three, but in reality, there's, there's really only two. Three. There's really only two. Because <laughs> even when they merge, they're still going to be yep. useless. My favorite's like, well, I use Boost Mobile. I'm like, do you think Boost Mobile is just a front? They still use one of the two's yep. entire cell network. Yep. It's all fake. There are only three people that hold licenses to actually give services. It's a huge problem, and everybody thinks adding more adding more companies that buy off of somebody's network is a solution. It will never nope. get better. It's nope. never going to get better. I mean, there's only so much spectrum that can be purchased, and it's been purchased. It's been purchased, and until they open up another spectrum... Which every company fights tooth and nail to be the absolute first to get there and buy up all the licenses because they're billions of dollars. So they just opened another spectrum. And who bought it? Three companies. When did all this bought become a, a wireless quality podcast? <laughs> Look, we're talking about a digital t-shirt because you buy a brand new 5G <laughs> phone. And it's not even a cute shirt. It's okay. It's tie-dye. It's kind of Trust, all right. There, there will be Pokemon Go players who find out a way to like buy the phone and return, return it. Look, so I was, it like already went through my head well. I yeah, was, uh, the yeah, wheels were already I turning. Believe it. I believe it. You are the king of returning stuff. Yep. You got 14 days for purchase. <laughs> Do it quick. But if it generates a code, then the other, the other thing is going to happen. The old eBay thing. Or somebody's going to get the code, they don't care about clothing, but they know that there are rabid Pokemon Go fans that do, and they'll put it up on eBay for $5. You know, at the start of this article, I said no one would upgrade a phone, <laughs> but I'm actually, I take it all back. I remember at GoFest, people waited four plus hours for a t-shirt that then they put on eBay that then sold for like $250. I, just a t-shirt. Correct. It, it was, it's mind-blowing. That people flew across the country to go to a GoFest to then stand in line for several hours to then get a t-shirt. Not playing Pokemon Go while they're standing in line. Unreal, actually. And yet it was too real because it was real. Yes, it was real. This is what happens when you care about things. Lesson two, save money through apathy. <laughs> yep. Greg. Yes. Question of the week. The time is here he he for the question of the week. This is from Brandon. Imagine that the ISE, anniversary ISE, and each of you want to give a Pokemon to each of the other as a gift. Which one would you gift and why? I already know. I'm done. Steve gets, Steve gets Jirachi. Oh. Will gets Victini. Oh, These are my nice. gifts to you. Thank to you. To my mythical and legendary co-host, with all my love for all these years, I give you your favorite mythicals and a guilt trip. Top that. That's like, I mean, just because you were first in line doesn't mean that you get to pour guilt over everybody else. <laughs> right? You don't get the bucket of guilt yeah, to I toss do. out there. I already splashed it. Yeah, the bucket of guilt turned horizontal and all the, the guilt came out. 
the thoughtfulness <laughs> of your gift does not make mine thoughtless. Mm. So I will give you a Croagunk, oh. and I will give Steve uh, the best Pokemon of them all, Cradilly. There you go. Ugh. Why? Shows how much I apathy both of you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Look, they, they, they had these at the Kmart <laughs> while I was driving over to the party. Be happy I grabbed something. It's the thought that doesn't and count. Exactly. It could have been a card that I just stuck in the envelope without even bothering to sign because who's got ink pens anymore? Come on now, folks. So Will's the worst, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I came to your dumb party. I could be sitting at home watching skate vids and not learning how to play my guitar. Greg a Bolton. Because Greg's an oh, avid cute. dog lover. He's a dog dude. And, yeah. and probably would accept no, no, would accept unlimited amount of dogs in their life. If provided I don't have to feed them, yes. And then I would give Will a rubbish. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there's From not the one in my house mark. as it is right now, so. But the rubbish would eat all your trash, so you would be good. But then it comes a Garboder, and then what are you going to put that? Nah, you... And then it's going to Gigantamax and destroy uh, the Titanic and a Magikarp. You throw, <laughs> you throw an Everstone in its mouth. Oh. oh. You throw away the Everstone to trick it into eating it. Mm, I 200 see. 200 IQ. 8D chess. <laughs> uh, Will, <laughs> Pokemon of the Week. All right, last week's Pokemon... I referenced um, the wonderful lakes that we have here in the city of Minneapolis, Lake of the Isles, Bidet Makaska, and Lake Harriet, and how I like to ride my bike in those, you know, three very popular lakes. And then I started three additional paragraphs with the words you, me, and us, which should be more than enough. As I said, the last one, I said, I am us. So that's a particular Pokemon. Um, so who is it? Come on. It's Whalmer. Whale, yes, Whalmer, yeah. the yep. lake Pokemon. The lake Pokemon. Uh, it's Ooxie. Uh, incorrect, incorrect. Man. Sorry, Greg. Uh, so for the lake trio or the lake guardians, however you wish to call them, uh, their names are actually based on you, me, and us, with Ooxie being you. Mesprit being me, and Uzelf being us. Yes. So it was Uzelf. Azelf. Azelf. Is it in the thing? Azelf is how it says it. <laughs> I, I, can, look, I look, just I read can, this off the internet. I can okay? bust it up. It's kind of like, like uh, Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. They were trying to be cute with the words and stuff like that. That's, that's all that comes the cutest. From. Azelf is the second cutest Mesprit. Look, terrible. if there's anything that I have on my desk always active, it is the Pokedex 3D Pro. Always. <laughs> always ready to go. Azelf. Azelf, yes. And then what but, was the other one? Ooxie. That one might be tricky. I don't know how the alphabet works. I think U comes before V. Yes. Yes. Uxie. Oh. Uxie. 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 And I bet it's. I'd be surprised if it says Mesprit. <laughs> I think it's Mesprit. Uh, although I always say that one wrong. Mesprit. 
Mesprit. There you go. Mesprit. One is one is a pixie, one is a spirit, and one is an elf, which is not the path I decided to take. They're all spirits. Weird triangle things that kind of look like Jirachet, but not quite. Wait, did you say the one this week was Azelf? Azelf. There's no trivia. Azelf is the willpower. It is willpower. Yes. Not to be confused with brain power. Azelf. Knowledge knowledge is Yuxi. Yeah. Uxie is Asia in Pokemon Go. Azelf is Europe-ish. And then Mesprit <laughs> is... Uh, you know, Europe's just the middle of the world. Europe. Uh, and then the North America, South America is uh, Mesprit, I believe. I haven't gotten any of them. I have one of them. Which one Are do I have? Are they in 10K eggs? No. I think I have Azelf. They do... No, you, you probably have Mesprit. Did I mix that oh. up? You have, I don't know. Whatever the American up. one is. Where would I have gotten that from? A raid? A raid. Well, Let me then look. I certainly don't have it. Azelf. Yeah. Wait, I did mix that up. Azelf is North America, South America. Mesprit that's is the best one. Europe, all of Europe. And then Uxi is Asia. Yes, I have the Azelfs. Niantic did post that they had to delay the remote raid passes. No clue how those work yet, but if they ever bring the trio back to raids, possible, you could remote raid in to get the thingy. <laughs> All right. Possible. I will plan on not doing that. All right. Uh, I have the Azelf. I can have Azelf. All right. Are you ready for this week's Pokemon? Of course. Nope. I was tired and cranky, so it's the best Pokemon of the week ever. This region-exclusive, bird-looking Pokemon has an eighth note for a head and a metronome for a tail that was banned in Global (laughs) Battle Union because some people think it's fun to be rude. Let me repeat that for you, in case you missed it. It went by a little fast. (laughs) This region-exclusive, bird-looking Pokemon has an eighth note for a head and a metronome for a tail. It was banned in Global Battle Union because some people think it's fun to be rude. There you go. Mm. That's a tough one. I really is. (laughs) You didn't pay your taxes. They're due on July 15th. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Just a heads up here. Like uh, we we always talk about the adult issues, the adult things such as taxes on this podcast. Uh, Podcastawards.com. Vote for us for uh, people's choice, Pokemon's choice, and uh, the gaming and leisure, you have until the end of the month, but if you made it to the end of the episode, I guess do it now before you forget. Anniversary project still getting worked on. Should launch in a week or so near the end of the month to celebrate our 10 years as a podcast. I think technically that would be the 27th of July will be our 10-year show, which is a long time. I got a special song I'm working up for it, too. Oh, Perfect. wow. Perfect. I've got a special Pokemon of the week that I will save for a different week because I'm Gen X and I don't care about your <laughs> anniversaries, whatever. And a couple of people were asking about shirts. If you want shirts, they'll be in the podcast description. Otherwise, Greg is at White Wing. Will is at Wash Wash in the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. You follow the podcast at PKMNCast. YouTube the same. Instagram the same, Twitch the same, and that's our episode. We'll see you guys next week. 
This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective or whatever. Super 5G. Now in your area. Speed, speed, speed. All the speeds. <laughs> sure. fiber though you can on your end i can't up here and i'm bitter about it a quick shout out to everyone who supports us on patreon if you would like to support it's super effective you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective or you can head over to isc.cash if you would like to support the podcast a shout out to our producers of this episode kevin Potato, Raitan, Liam, Courtney, Casey, Kay, Patrick, Jetsy, Catherine, and Matthew. A special thanks to our executive producers, Spencer, Anthony, and Lewis. Thank you guys so much for your support. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next week. <laughs>